two people from Marital Medicine won't be back on the upcoming season of the show because one person doesn't want to come back. At least that's what I was told. And the other person, allegedly, was fired. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these quick ads. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Once a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. So let's get into the Real Housewives of Potomac part. Child, was that part three, four, five? Like, that was a long reunion. I feel like I was nine months pregnant, child. That's how long this reunion was. Where do I begin? This reunion was not reunioning. This season was unseasoned. (laughs) Come on now. This season needed some lorries, some pepper, a splash of salt, baby. It needed some flavor. I know I said weeks ago that this current season was the second worst season of Potomac history because the first one was in the words of Dwight Eubanks. Dreadful. I think this may be the worst season of all time for Potomac. I cannot believe that... A show that was once my favorite show on Bravo. Of course, second behind Married to Medicine. You could not have ever told me that Potomac would be in its whack era. I never thought I'll see the day. I thought after season one that they learned their lesson. But lo and behold, they gave us more BS. This reunion could have been one part. Y'all could have put the rest up on BravoTV.com along with Ramona showing her duplex apartment up in the sky. Like, that. It, this could have been a webisode. This was not a good reunion, by no means. But let's get right into it. Mia and Jacqueline. Mia, once again, Mia be lying. <laughs> yes, Mia! Listen, Mia, at this point, just own it. I know you mad at me. Let's just say I, I'm aware of how Mia feels. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Mia, your Pandora's box was a flop. You could have boxed that thing up, went to your backyard, got a shovel, dug up a hole, put that Pandora's box in the hole, put the dirt on top of it, because it gave very pet cemetery tease. You went to Michael's to have the box bedazzled, only to show a receipt that you then retracted. And you mad at me for calling you Mia Belied. If you were going to expose Jacqueline, then just do it. My thing is this. If you're going to be that girl, be that girl. If you're going to start something, Mia, you have to finish it. You can't sit up there and then have a certain wind of morality show up and say, well, I'm not going to go there with her. Then why go there at all? Now, look, no shade. Y'all could have Zoomed Jacqueline and Sharice in the way y'all did Miss Diana Jenkins on Beverly Hills. The only real thing that happened this season 
was between Mia and her real friend, Jacqueline. That was a real issue with real friends. Cause let's be clear, no one on that stage are friends except Giselle and Robin. Me and Jacqueline have a real friendship that spans over decades. And we only get two minutes of that? Y'all did Jacqueline worse. Y'all did a scholar. Like, a scholar was on last season. She was there just because she brought the dress child and she had to show it off because the designer said, look, I'm going to give you credit to wear this dress, but I'm going to have to see it on TV, allegedly. But y'all bring up Miss Jacqueline and Mia and gave that two minutes? Then we brought Sharice out. And y'all know I like Sharice. Once again, y'all could have Skyped, Zoomed, FaceTime, sent a telegram for Miss Sharice. That was a flop. Y'all let Karen dance around that stage like she was on Dancing with the Stars. She danced around every question. Y'all did not dig deeper into what Sharice was really saying. And let's be clear, on my podcast, allegedly, Karen told the girls if y'all don't check Sharice for being on Carla's podcast, allegedly, she ain't come to the reunion. Anywho, once again, we suffered through a half-assed season. And the only interesting thing besides me and Jacqueline were these sort of accusations, if you will, about Karen. Y'all didn't even give that enough material. Y'all didn't really dig deep to say, Karen, there's been rumors about you for years, not just this season. The reason why the producers allegedly brought Sharice back to the show is because she had dirt on you. Sharice did not beg to come back. I know for a fact Sharice was brought back to expose Karen, allegedly. If y'all listen to my podcast episode with Sharice, she said that she was contacted by the producers of Potomac. Why wasn't Karen asked deep questions about like, look, there's been rumors about you allegedly having all of these sorted affairs on Ray. We heard it with the blue eye guy. It's constant conversation about it. Y'all did not even go there with Karen. I thought at least the reason why Karen had first seat is because y'all were going to grill her like a T-bone steak on the 4th of July at a family reunion. Y'all didn't ask Karen any deep questions that the audience can take away and say, okay, I now know more about it. Listen, do I believe Karen will ever admit that she steps out on Ray? Allegedly. No. But now I see why. Y'all don't push Karen. Y'all could have pushed Karen aside and had Candace sit next to the host. But what's crazy is Karen got off scot-free. Marcel Scott on Love and Marriage Huntsville don't even get off scot-free. I can't believe my show is ruined. This used to be my favorite show because it used to be so fun. And we used to kiki and laugh. I went on a limb and said... For two years in a row, that Potomac was the best reality show of those years. I can't believe we're here. But child, let me move on, honey. Then Chris Bassett comes on, and I have to say this. Chris had more decorum than I would have had if I was in his shoes, and I'm just being real. I thought Chris carried himself like a gentleman. Chris is the most likable person on that show. We hear constantly about this environment where men aren't able to defend themselves in certain situations, right? I've said from day one that I always felt that Chris was dealt a bad hand in this. 
And speaking as a man myself, y'all did Chris dirty. And y'all gonna have to explain that to your sons, to the men in your family. Karma is real. Y'all saw what happened with Jamal Bryant. Y'all saw what is happening with Juan Dixon. Why do that to another man? And listen, I want to say this. Giselle feeling uncomfortable, I will always stand by this. If that's how she feels, we need to honor her feelings. But this goes to show you why we all are having issues with this show. Because ain't none of y'all friends. As a producer, I do believe that when something happens and you're on a reality show, talk about it on the reality show. I know for a fact, because me and Giselle have a mutual friend who shall remain nameless. This mutual friend said to me that she too was told maybe a day or two after the reunion of last season that Giselle did tell her she felt uncomfortable. No one is disputing that Giselle felt uncomfortable. I think we're all wondering why it was never a conversation with your friend Candace. Giselle said out of her own mouth, me and Candace were friends at the time. If you were friends at the time and you felt that way, this is the part that's confusing to me. Why go to everyone else and express how you feel uncomfortable than the person that you are supposedly friends with? That, to me, just wouldn't make any sense. And then a year later... You go on TV after Ashley, who is searching for a storyline to reveal Chris's DMs about y'all should have came to the W. And you took that as something more than what it was. Ashley, you are raising two boys. And this is the issue that we're having with this show. None of you guys are living real. I said it once and I said it again. The only ones I think who really wants to give their reality to the show is Wendy and Candace. And I said, child, even Mia. But Mia, you got me looking at you side-eye because I do feel like you and Jacqueline have something interesting that I would like to watch. But you got to stop kissing ass, Mia, and I love you. I feel like you really want to be with the cool girls. And the cool girls, clearly, is Giselle and her crew. I feel like Mia, who's a newbie, is so desperate being included in the Cool Girls Club that she truly doesn't understand that the reason why the audience is confused by you is because you have this inability to choose the side in which you really believe is real. When Candace made that comment about Giselle being white... We talked about last week about colorism. I saw more passion from this cast about Candace making a comment calling Giselle white than I saw in the two-minute colorism segment last week. Y'all had way more smoke for Candace making a comment. And I'm going to say this. Candace should not have made that comment. Did I think the comment was appropriate? I, I don't think so, but that's my opinion. You can't fight fire with fire. I feel like there's more reason to say than to comment on a black woman's complexion. That's my opinion. It is what it is. With that being said, although Candace, in my opinion, should not have said it, the way y'all had smoke for Candace was weird to me. Y'all should have had that smoke last week in that two-minute segment. Y'all all raised up out of your seat in them gowns, honey, with the peacock flying and the bedazzled jewels falling on the couch and the rhinestones. And y'all are ready to check Candace. And look, I like the fact that Wendy is able to tell her friend, like, hey, I think you were wrong. That's what real friends do. 
whether or not Candace was wrong and there's going to be people who think Candace was right and there's going to be people who think Candace was wrong. What I like about real friendships is the fact that Wendy felt that she was wrong and Wendy is entitled to how she feels. Let's be happy that we have two friends that can disagree because there's more licking ass and kissing ass on that couch with everybody not holding each other accountable that it was nice to see two real friends say, I disagree with you. I like that. That's what we want to see from this show. And then Mia, you had all this smoke for Candace about making that comment. Giselle said your business was going through an embezzlement, allegedly. And you sat there and was combing the back of your hair with your fingers. Giselle kept saying embezzlement as if she was a producer on Bernie Madoff's special on Netflix. And you sat there and took it. But Candace makes one comment and you, you should never call a black woman. I would like to see somebody other than Candace. And even Wendy, I would love to see more people hold her accountable. And that's why Giselle gets away with everything. No one is there to hold her accountable. And that's the problem with this show. And then Robin talked about Juan and the wedding from the iPhone 6X edition. And then Robin said that her and Juan signed a prenup that is 50-50. 50-50? You just as bad as Ashley with her non-existent prenup. And you said because y'all both brought something to each other... Robin! But you know what that revealed to me? Juan and Robin have an agreement. Juan makes these blue moon appearances on Potomac because he knows it saves his wife's job. They need each other in order for Robin to stay on the show. And I know what y'all are thinking, well, Giselle gets away with not having a man on the show. Listen, there's a stark difference between Giselle and Robin. The reason why I call Giselle, Giselle Kobe Bryant is because before this season, Giselle would just push story forward in a very interesting way. Robin knows that she needs something outside of being Giselle's sidekick. Juan and Robin are in on the joke. I believe that their marriage is a marriage of convenience, courtesy of the show. In my opinion, if Robin was to ever get fired from Potomac, I believe that her and Juan will be divorced in a couple of years. When I see Robin and Juan together, I don't see two people who are madly in love with each other. I don't see it. Juan can't be bothered. And no, not by the cameras. Juan cannot be bothered by Robin. That's why he always yells at her. He was caught on a hot mic a couple of years ago telling a producer, Robin knows what it is. That whole story about Juan going to the hotel to pay for, like... Robin, you are giving very Monique and Derek from Love at the Lockup. If you like it, Robin, I love it. You and Juan are together for the show. And no one can tell me differently. And then this whole segment between you and Andy, which y'all could have kept that as a webisode to chat on BravoTV.com. Robin, you look nervous because it looked like you were reading a script that Mia wrote G. So, what's my lines again? Okay, yeah. He said, wait, wait, wait one second. Okay, yeah, he said that um, he had to pay the hotel receipt, and I believe him. And this is the reason why I'm happy that we're done with this season. I am in disbelief that a show that has so much promise of comedy 
and interesting storylines and layers have turned into scandals and allegations. This is not the show that we signed up for. This show is in trouble. This is probably, and when I say this, I'm not talking about anybody individually. The collective cast is by far the most unlikable cast on television. Y'all aren't feeling each other. Y'all don't like each other. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I have to be honest. This show needs to be put on pause. And no, I don't mean New York City's pause. I think Potomac needs to go through a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills pause to where they had like two to three months off to really figure things out. I don't want to see the same exact cast next season. I think Ashley needs to go. I would like to see Jacqueline replace Ashley because can I, can I please get two women who are friends that are going to hold each other accountable read each other, give us some rich history, cry, make up, something. If Juan isn't on this show full-time next season, Robin, you got to go too, baby. Giselle, you must take off the producer hat. You have to get back into the game. I don't believe Giselle is into this Winter House guy. I think it's a good look in terms of social media. I want to see a real relationship. I don't want to see no more rented boyfriends. I don't want to see none of that. We need some mix-ups. We need some fresh blood all around. We need something new to see. And Karen, I love you. This grand dom fiasco, give it up, child. Give it up, turn it loose, in vogue, baby. You got to show us something real. I really want to see what's going on with you and Ray. You coming on, on set and looking at people, eating their free meals, and giving good interviews only in confessionals? Karen, I'm onto your tricks, baby. Karen's good on confessionals. And every once in a while, she gets activated. But I need to see more. You're an OG. And the sad part is, I just don't know if you guys are humble enough to give us that. There was a TikTok video and a photo the other day of Giselle, Robin, Ashley, Mia, and Sharice at dinner. And the song in the the TikTok was F Bitches Get Money. And y'all were dancing offbeat as usual. When I watched that video and I heard the song, F bitches get money. I was like, wow, y'all just, y'all don't get it. Y'all making people not like y'all even worse. F bitches get money. Who are the bitches? Is it us, the audience? Are you saying F us? Is it Wendy and Candace? Are they the bitches? F them and get money? So is that what it's all about? Money? Y'all really think that was cute to post? I know that at least two of y'all on that video are not at your best. As a matter of fact, three of y'all are not at your best. And instead of giving us some humility, instead of doing a video talking about, hey, I want to address something that happened in part two reunion. I would like to say dot, 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 dot. Instead of showing us some vulnerability and showing the human side of you. I think people would have appreciated that versus a TikTok where the message is F bitches get money. And this is what y'all want us to come back next season to watch? Put the show on pause and get rid of some folks because some of y'all are too comfortable. So now that we are free at last, Potomac has ended. Next week, I am going to do an episode dedicated to how to make Potomac great again. And I have a guest 
who is a fan favorite for my podcast, that my reality with the king raindrops and listeners love. Um, she's a black woman, and we are going to talk about how to save Potomac. And what's interesting about this conversation next week is the fact that she stopped watching the show. And sadly, she has no plans on returning. And you're going to hear why. Child, we are just getting started. Stay tuned. When we come back from break, we are going to get into Phaedra's present on Married to Medicine. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. If you don't know by now, breaking news, Phaedra Parks is coming back to the screens. And yes, Phaedra Parks is going to, allegedly, join Married to Medicine. Let's get right into it. Okay. Phaedra Parks was 100% approached to be on Married to Medicine. At the same time, she was also approached to appear on the next season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. The network loves Phaedra. Loves her. That's why you saw Miss Thing on Dubai, which I thought was so random. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I get that you want to make Fetch happen, which is Dubai. And by adding Phaedra Parks on it would get people to tune in, although I don't think that helped either. But it goes to show you that Phaedra is somebody who the network loved. They love Phaedra. And when Phaedra appeared on the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, you can say what you want about Phaedra Parks. She is fantastic television. I hollered the entire season of Ultimate Girls Trip. Phaedra reminded everybody what a formidable player she is in reality TV. And this is the beauty of Phaedra. Obviously, as someone who has worked with her since season three, that's when she joined along with Cynthia Bailey. I always knew that Phaedra was a star, that she was funny, and Phaedra definitely has some iconic reads. Whether or not y'all think it's rehearsed or not, I'm not here to confirm that, girls. But (laughs) Phaedra is great television, and you can't deny that. Because she appeared on Ultimate Girls Trip, it reminded everybody how great she was on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, yes, I know what y'all are thinking. But Carlos, season nine, you know, everything that happened, your name was involved. Although I told y'all I had nothing to do with it. Dave Quinn, a friend of mine, wrote the book, Now All Diamonds and Rosé. It was also revealed I had nothing to do with that mess. But again, y'all like to think I'm the messiest of the mess. And that's fine. I don't really give a shit. But it also goes to show you that at the end of the day, there could be an opportunity to where there's grace involved. There, there's mercy when it comes to that situation. Phaedra has always been talked about to appear back on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And we ain't got to go into detail as to why she's not back on. I think we all know why. I think it's been publicly said. Everybody knows the reason why Phaedra isn't on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I do believe you have to have mercy and grace on people. We live in this world right now where everybody wants to say never this, never that. Well, she did this, she did that. I'm not the judge or the jury, honey. I don't have Esquire after my last name, okay? What I can say is Phaedra, in my opinion, deserves to get back on the show. 
I, as a former producer and still a fan of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, I would love to see a conversation between those two parties take place. Portia has even forgiven Phaedra. And again, Portia is her own woman. But I also feel like we were robbed of being told that story. We as the audience, and I will always consider myself a viewer, we as the audience was robbed of not seeing that story being told and not seeing what it was like to have two former friends deal with that situation. And it's not a coincidence that the show has not been the same since because I think for a lot of people, what we're missing from The Real Housewives of Atlanta is the organic friendships and relationships. And when you cast these newbies, it takes a while to have them click into the foundation that was already set. And the reason why Maritime Medicine is the best show on Bravo that you're not watching is because they literally have the same cast members since season one. And the genius of the creator of the show, Mariah Hawk, to cast women that she was friends with, that they all knew each other. And even when you brought on Dr. Heavenly, they still knew her. Even when you brought on Contessa, there was an establishment of history there. What makes Maritime Medicine so great is that. And what makes Real Housewives of Atlanta not so great as it used to be is because they don't have that. There was conversation of whether or not Phaedra would come back to Atlanta Housewives. But I think the parties that be are just afraid to ruffle the feathers is what I'll say. And that leaves Phaedra, a fan favorite of the network, a fan favorite of the audience, hanging. Like, what can we do with this woman? People love her. They love her so fucking much. She's back on Ultimate Girls Trip. Her, Brandy, Vicky, and Eva are all returning back to do another installment because Phaedra is special. Phaedra's great television. You can't deny Sis's iconic, funny moments with the blonde wig and everything. Phaedra was giving us great TV. And that left people thinking, we have this star, but we know this star more than likely is unable to appear on this show that made her a household name. So what can we do with her? And that leaves us to Phaedra being approached to appear on Married to Medicine because she is dating a doctor. Now, for all those who watch Ultimate Girls Trip, Phaedra did allude that she was dating somebody, a doctor, she loves him. And we all were like, well, bitch, we want to see this. And now it made sense for them to say, you know what? How interesting would it be to have Phaedra appear on Maritime Medicine because she is dating a doctor? Now, the headline alone and the press alone, that's going to get people to tune in anyway. This is me putting on my producer hat. Because Maritime Medicine, once again, is the best show on Bravo that you're not watching, Phaedra appearing on the show as a full-time cast member may actually get the eyeballs that that particular show deserves. Because the fans of Phaedra and the fans of Housewives of Atlanta, they will stay tuned to see that show if Phaedra is on it. So I think it's a genius move for marketing. I also think it's a genius move for Phaedra. It's very, very, very challenging for 
a former housewife to get a full-time job on another network. It's very hard because most networks like to brand themselves as this is what we do over here and this is what y'all do over there. And they don't like to mix the two. So with Phaedra, who's a great talent, it makes sense to be back on the network that made your household name, but to also appear on Merit Medicine because it's an opportunity for Phaedra to rebrand herself, to not have the housewife title follow her like a shadow. It's an opportunity for Phaedra to really look back. And if I was Phaedra's manager or publicist, I would say jump on the chance of doing this. You want people to forget about you being on Housewives if you're not going to come back on the show. What better way to rebrand your image and go on a show to where you are also a part of some very funny, educated Black women, whether they're doctors or the wives of. Maritime Medicine is a great cast. So when it comes to Phaedra, this is the part that's going to be interesting. We all love Maritime Medicine because of the organic relationships. So that begs the question, will Phaedra appear to be a distraction because she doesn't have an established rapport with all the women? So this is what I know. Phaedra and Quad are friends. Because when we were filming season eight of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, we filmed Phaedra going over Quad's house when she was married to Dr. G. Dr. G and Phaedra are friends and they have history. So courtesy of Phaedra and Dr. G being friends is how Phaedra and Quad knows each other. So what would make sense is Phaedra is brought in through Quad. What I don't know is how deep the rapport goes with Phaedra and the other women. But what I can say to you, honey, Atlanta is very small, which is why Dr. Jackie is everybody's OBGYN, honey. That's how small Atlanta is. You would think, well, all these educated Black folks, child, that (laughs) you'll have another OBGYN. No, they all go to Dr. Jackie. So that is how small Atlanta is, right? But this is the gag of the gag, gag, gags. So come closer. Yes, turn up the volume, because here's some tea for you, baby. Phaedra ain't cheap. She's a staple in reality television. So in order to afford Phaedra, you have to get rid of some people. And this is where the alleged report. Okay, so... Allegedly, two people from Maritime Medicine won't be back on the upcoming season of the show because one person doesn't want to come back. At least that's what I was told. And the other person, allegedly, was fired. I'm not going to name names in terms of who fits which category. (laughs) But allegedly, Contessa... And Anila will not come back to the upcoming season of Married to Medicine. Word on the street is Contessa and Anila will not be returning to the upcoming season of Married to Medicine. Now look, I love Contessa. I think Contessa is fantastic television. I think she's great TV. I'm invested in Contessa and Scott's storyline. I really, really am. I thought Contessa 
fit like a glove when it comes to the rest of the cast members. And word on the street is that allegedly she doesn't want to come back because she wants to do other things. Now, with Anila, I've said this from day one, Anila never made sense to me. The math wasn't mathing, and the match wasn't matching, and the cast wasn't casting. Period, point, end the blank. Okay? I always felt that Anila's culture um, was the reason why she was hired due to the fact that the creator, honey, the legend, the executive producer, Mariah Huck, brought to the show. I always felt that way. Yes, I know she's neighbors with Toya. It still didn't make sense. Honey, I'm neighbors with some folks that I wouldn't hang out with, okay? So that's not a reason to be on the show. Okay, Carla, she's married to a doctor. And what? It still did not make sense for Anila to be on the show. I never felt that Anila made sense to be on that show. So Anila getting her walking papers, I think that's a good idea. No, I'm not an advocate for people getting fired. But let's be clear, honey. Anila and her blog. <laughs> Come on, blog. Anila and her blog, honey, they're going to do just fine. Because her hubby makes all the money. They got that big house. And look, she's not going to be missing any meals. So, Anila, bye-bye. Contessa, I'm going to miss you. But look, if Contessa and Anila are both gone, it now makes room to pay Phaedra the big bucks that, look, no shade, Phaedra deserves. Now, here's the kicker, girls and guys. Allegedly, Quad's ex-husband, Dr. G, has remarried, and allegedly, his wife is coming on the show. Baby! Y'all better... Resurrect Married to Medicine. When I say to you, that is genius. And here's why. Phaedra and Dr. G used to date. They're old college friends, okay? They have a history together. Phaedra and Quad are friends, courtesy of Dr. G. Dr. G and Quad are exes. To bring on this man's new wife, because guess what? Dr. G's wife is married to medicine. She fits the staple of the show. So Quad has to be around Dr. G's new wife, which also means that Quad has to now be around Dr. G, which also means Phaedra has to be the buffer. In, oh, I'm getting... Oh. Ooh, this may be explicit and X-rated because, baby, I'm getting hot over the storyline that is brewing. Phaedra, Dr. G, Miss Quad, and Dr. G's wife? If that's what I'm getting, child... Y'all could also get rid of Simone if that's the case, baby. No shade, I like Simone. But, child, make room for this storyline. I am here for it. It is going to be fantastic. The drama, the comedy, the stakes, the uncomfortableness, the awkwardness. And then we get to get the new iteration of Frickin' Frack. Sorry, Portia. But to see... <laughs> hey, I'm, my bad, Portia. I love you, girl. But look, the new Frickin' Frack is going to be Miss Quad and Phaedra, baby. I cannot wait until this season airs. And this is the gag of the gag, 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 gags. 
one of the executives at Bravo did an interview recently, and he said, and I quote, that Maritime Medicine is going through a change. This is the part that's going to be very interesting. Because if you are a fan of Maritime Medicine, you're going to ask yourself, well, Carlos, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So the question remains, will Phaedra's presence be such a distraction that it'll lose the organic nature, okay, of why that show is so great and why that show has always been so great and why that show is a show that people love to watch? My opinion is this is the change that it needed. So Phaedra, welcome back, bitch. And I, for one, cannot wait to see it. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and yes, baby, my YouTube channel where you can get all of my visuals, baby, my expressions. Yes. And don't forget, tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag realitywiththeking. Reality with the King is a production of Kingdom Reign Entertainment. It is produced by Sierra Spragley Riggs and executive produced by me, Carlos King. Kingdom Reign Entertainment, baby! Yes! 